Life-saving automated defibrillators are becoming more common, yet bystanders are often reluctant to use them on heart attack victims. With the story, InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Our guest is Dr. Christopher Smith, a Ph.D. student in health sciences at the University of Warwick Medical School in Coventry, England. And Dr. Smith, you were part of a study that examined how much the public knows about automated external defibrillators. And for those who are less than familiar with them, tell us briefly what an AED is and how it can be used. Sure. An AED is a small portable device that you may expect to see in public locations, typically areas like sports centers or transport hubs. And it's a device that can deliver an electric shock to the heart of somebody if they have suffered a cardiac arrest. So if they have collapsed and their heart has stopped and an AED is placed on the patient, then in certain circumstances, an electric shock can be delivered so that the heart is restarted. Your study has information about people from numerous countries, including the U.S., and I guess the biggest headline is that people are reluctant to use these public access defibrillators to treat cardiac arrests. Why? I think there's a big fear of doing more harm than good, fear that they won't use the device correctly. I think a lot of people don't realize just how simple an AED is. The process is completely automated. As soon as you open it up, the device will start talking to you. So there are sticky pads to put on the patient, and the machine will prompt you to do that. There are pictures on the pads, so you know exactly where to place them. And then from that point onwards, the decision to deliver an electric shock or not to deliver an electric shock is entirely up to the AED itself. It really can be used by somebody who has had little or indeed no training and shouldn't be restricted to people who have had CPR training and certainly shouldn't just be restricted to medical people. I've read that outside of a hospital setting, on average, less than 10% of cardiac arrest victims survive. But how much does the use of these AED devices change that typical outcome? People who have an AED attached to them, on average, their survival is at least twice as high. So you can expect at least a doubling in survival if an AED is attached to the patient. What are some other significant findings in your study? Well, it's not just that people aren't willing to use them. A lot of the time, they're not really aware of what an AED is, or if they are, they don't know where to find one. And that's often a big problem. A lot of organizations also have AEDs, but they're only available to the public during business hours. So finding an AED out of hours can often be difficult. People often are more willing to use AEDs if the emergency medical services, when a 911 call is made, can actually provide assistance over the phone. And unfortunately, at the moment, it doesn't seem that that happens very often. The situation is improving, I think. But if you were to find yourself in a situation where an AED was available, but you might be reluctant to use it, then certainly advice from the 911 operator may help you be able to use it effectively for the person. What can government agencies or other organizations that have these devices in public areas do better to make it more likely that members of the public will use them? Well, I think visibility is a key thing. Many people can walk straight past one and not know it's there. Other than that, you know, it's about demystifying the AD. It's about constantly reminding the public that although cardiac arrest is a very frightening experience for anyone to be involved with, and the idea of delivering an electric shock is difficult for some people to comprehend, it really is a very simple thing that anybody can do. In addition, you know, time and time again, although we go on about 
the fact that training isn't required. We know that people who have CPR training and have training in the use of AEDs are more likely to be able to find a device and are more willing to use it. So anybody who's interested after listening to this, I would urge them to look for any local courses that teach CPR and the use of an AED. Any final words of advice or encouragement if someone is in that emergency situation with an AED? Don't be afraid to help. People survive because of what the members of the public do. There's often a delay before the emergency medical services will arrive. And it's what members of the public do in those first few minutes that really makes the difference between whether somebody gets to go home to their family at the end of the day or whether they end up dying. So CPR and early defibrillation are the two key things, and they're both things that can and should be done by members of the public if possible. Dr. Christopher Smith from the University of Warwick Medical School in Coventry, England, thank you very much for joining us today on InfoTrack. You're very welcome. It's a pleasure. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. And that's it for this week's show. Special thanks to this week's InfoTrack contributors, Roy Mackey and Gina Tedesco. Our internet services are provided by Pair Networks. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting. We hope you'll join us right here next week for another edition of InfoTrack. <laughs>